Hello and welcome to TGen Talks. I'm Mark Moran. High-performance computing has enabled astronomers to study distant planets and faraway galaxies. It's also allowed scientists to look deeper into the human body to understand its mysteries. Today, we're joined by James Lowy, Chief Information Officer for TGen, to find out how high-performance computing fits into the laboratory. Welcome, James. Pleasure to be here. So TGen is home to the world's first purpose-built genomic supercomputer. How's the Dell clinical cluster different than other supercomputers? Supercomputers historically have been used to process a variety of different information, astrophysics, uh, weather modeling, things of that nature. Uh, the difference between ARC supercomputer and the regular supercomputers is ours was purpose-built to process genomic information coming off the sequencers. So we worked closely with uh, Dell to actually design a system that could take our processing time down from weeks to hours. For the gearheads in the audience, can you give us some of the specs on your system? Sure. So we've got currently about 3,000 cores of Intel processors. Uh, we've just recently added an additional 800 cores of Intel's latest uh, processor offering, codenamed Skylake. Uh, then these processors are going to give us an additional about probably 50 trillion floating operations per second capacity. Why is genomics a big data problem? Well, because uh, we're complicated, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a word. There's a vast amount of data that's generated every time we sequence somebody. Uh, so you think about, uh, you know, you have three billion base pairs in your DNA, and you look at different ways to combine and, and uh, extrapolate information from that. We're talking about going up to, you know, many terabytes of data per patient that we, that we actually uh, process here. Yeah, how much data do you process every year? And can you put that into some sort of perspective for someone who's not a systems engineer? The amount of data we process every year um, is varies quite a bit, and it never gets smaller. It seems that every year it's more. Uh, today we've got about uh, three petabytes of what I would call live data, or data that's sitting on systems directly accessible by scientists, and we have about another five petabytes of data that's sitting on uh, archival systems. Uh, and to put that in perspective, your your regular laptop computer probably has like a one terabyte drive. I'll multiply that by about 5,000 uh, to give you an idea of how much information uh, we have currently uh, under, under uh, lock and key, as it were. Computer scientists aren't necessarily biologists and, and lab scientists aren't necessarily coders. Describe how you make those two worlds merge at TGen. Well, I wouldn't say that I make the worlds merge. I just provide a platform that allows it to happen. Uh, we're very fortunate to work with some of the, the smartest people that I certainly have worked with in my career. Uh, and this includes both biologists and computer scientists. Now, if it was up to me, I would have more biologists go to computer science classes in college because uh, I think it would definitely be helpful. And, I, and the fact is, is as IT becomes more pervasive in our daily lives, uh, and it's, it's having those skill sets is hugely important to be able to really get the most out of the system. So really it's about designing systems that are easy to use, that people can gain value from as quickly as possible. When you look back at just your history here, how has the computing capacity changed since you started at TGen in 2003? 
you know, we went from our first supercomputer that we built that did about two teraflops or two trillion floating operations per second to today's system, which is closer to 60 teraflops. Uh, the, the other aspects of this to think about uh, is that the first supercomputer that we built um, took about a, a fairly large room, so several hundred square feet of space to house this supercomputer that essentially has about the same processing power as today's new iPhone 10s. So what's that allowed you to do today that you couldn't do then? So what it's allowed us to do is to take data sets that would be totally unimaginable in 2003 and process them. Uh, and what I mean by that is just around the capacity and size. So we have data sets that are, uh, you know, multi-terabyte data sets that our first supercomputer had a grand total of 12 terabytes of storage on it. So, uh, you know, one problem would have exhausted all of those resources. Sure. How's that helped patients? What's that enabled you to do differently for patients? The, the biggest uh, impact that it's had for patients is being able to actually uh, look deeper and create a better understanding of, of the mechanisms behind disease. And, you know, that is not possible without looking at a large number of samples and a large number of patients. So, frankly, when we first started, the human genome had just been sequenced for the first time. Uh, and it costs, you know, billions of dollars. Today, you can get a sequence done in less than 30 hours for around $1,000. How quickly we've come. Oh, it's a, it's been truly an incredible journey, and I feel very fortunate to be part of it. In 2017, TGen presented the John S. McCain leadership to Dell for its ongoing um, commitment to uh, researching childhood cancer. Can you tell us about TGen's partnership with Dell? TGen and Dell really have a unique partnership, I'd say. Um, I would say that we've both been very fortunate to work together. Uh, and really, it's all been about having impact. I think one of the things that, that Dell has done a great job with is that they've been able to take technology and show how that technology can be applied to make a difference in people's lives which just so happens to align very closely with our mission of, you know, trying to bring treatments to patients faster. So, you know, we really, you know, kind of philosophically see things very similarly. And I think that, you know, that we've been able to uh, do some amazing things together, especially around application of technology and precision medicine. And, you know, Dell has just been a fantastic partner, not only bringing their technology, but their people as well. We were fortunate enough to have Michael Dell come visit us and basically kind of told him what we were doing. And I think that was all it took. Uh, and of course, our, our ongoing relationship has been about, you know, really helping kids in particular. Um, but at the same time, we're expanding that out. We want to do more together, so do they, because we both feel it's critically important that we take things that are being developed here at TGen and apply them to as many people as possible to help as many people as possible. Shifting gears, so to speak, James, I hear that you've got a penchant and an affinity for high-performing computing, but also for high-performance cars. Is this a true fact? Yeah, it's a, it's a true <laughs> Tell fact. Tell me about that. I, I have a need for speed. What can I say? Uh, so you it, have a need for speed both in supercomputing and behind the wheel. Oh, absolutely. Which it, one's more dangerous, do you think? No. Which can do more harm? 
Well, it depends <laughs> upon, you know, localized or global harm, I suppose. Or whose hands it's in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't know if anybody from DPS is listening to this, so I, <laughs> I won't incriminate myself, but let's just say I, I, uh, I, I do like sports cars quite a bit. Um, and, and it's not an uncommon thing actually among the high performance computing groups, Really? Uh, yeah, it, I think a lot of it is the cars have a huge amount of technology in them, uh, and basically the the car I have now probably has almost as much computational horsepower as this first supercomputer I built, um, which is pretty amazing. Uh, so it it really kind of turns out to be a geek thing, I think. What's the car, and tell me about your collection of cars. My car that I, I daily drive today is a, a 2016 Corvette uh, Stingray, and uh, I really, it, it's a beautiful car. It's an amazing car. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm a big American car person. I also have a, a Jeep Wrangler that I get to do four by four adventures on. And, uh, and when it's nice outside uh, in Arizona, which it is most of the year, I get a chance to, to spend it outside and not think about computers, which is also <laughs> a good thing. James Lowy is the Chief Information Officer for TGen, the Translational Genomics Research Institute, a nonprofit biomedical research center headquartered in Phoenix. TGen is an affiliate of City of Hope. To learn more, visit tgen.org. I'm Mark Moran, and thanks for listening to TGen Talks.